Hello and welcome to the Gambler Betting Podcast. I'm Slight Bet and join me to look ahead to this week's action in Norway are Greg Browning and David Weatherston. How's it going, guys? Yeah, good, thank you. Doing very well. Yeah, David, how's it going? Had a bit of COVID this week? Focusing on COVID for the first time. Avoided it for two and a half years nearly. But yeah, kicked kicked the crap out of me for a few days, but um, yeah, on the mend. Yeah, good to see you back and available for the podcast as well. Hope you're, hope you're feeling better pretty soon. Uh, Greg, how's things with you? Really good last week on the podcast. Yeah, we had a full house last week. Uh, five out of five, which is tremendous. I think we had Volringer to win, Christensen race to five. We had two bets from the Haugus and Sarpsborg match. And we had an over 2.5 goals double from the Oberstligen. So, yeah, an absolutely sensational weekend last weekend. And very much looking forward to this weekend's card. Yeah, you're really excited about this weekend's card, aren't you? Honestly, it's it's a really good card. As, as we know, anything can happen. And it's important not to get too excited. But it is a really, really good card. <laughs> and there's some cracking-looking matches this weekend. I, I did suggest that we call this podcast this week the Oberstligen podcast. Because I think most of my selections are going to come from the Oberstligen on Sunday. And it's a full card. All eight matches kicking off at half past two. Yeah, which in itself is exciting. Very exciting. Yeah. And David, we're just recording this late-ish on Thursday night um, in a pretty successful week in Europe for Norwegian teams. Yeah, extremely successful. Um, Bode Glimt, um, yeah, showed how bad Northern Irish football is with an 8-0 win over Linfield. Um and then tonight, just as just before we recorded, Molde have knocked out Elsborg of Sweden comfortably. Uh, Lederstrom have knocked out uh, SJK of Finland very comfortably. And then, best of all, Viking have knocked out Sparta Prague. Um, 92nd minute winner in Stavanger, which uh, blew the roof off. And it was, yeah, incredible scenes in Stavanger. And then a really, really, really good result. Yeah, that's a massive that's, result, David, isn't it? A huge result. Given how yeah. good they've been in Europe, Sparta Prague over last season in the Europa League group stages, a massive, massive win, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, really. And they now face Sligo Rovers, Greg. We should probably touch on that. Uh, <laughs> or do you want to save that for the Scottish podcast? <laughs> no, um, oh, dearie me, Motherwell. That's an absolutely shambles of a result, really. Uh, but it's not a surprise, to be fair. We've talked about Motherwell a lot. Um, recently, uh, pre-Scottish football starting. But yeah, it's a terrific result for Sligo. Well done to them. But Viking will certainly fancy their chances um, of, of progressing. And it'd be a, a big shock if they didn't. Yeah, so lots of chances for Norwegian teams to hit the group stages now, David. Yeah, I think uh, Gleam to have guaranteed uh, a group place uh, somewhere. So that's uh, that's that done, which is really good for them for another year running. But obviously they're pushing for the Champions League. Uh, a rematch against Zalgiris uh, of Lithuania, who they beat in last year's um, Europa Conference qualifiers, I think it was. Um, so yeah, that will be that will be interesting uh, to see how that goes. But they'll be favourites for that, and um, then they'll only be one game away, which would obviously be a much tougher game. But even if they beat Zalgiris, that would guarantee them at least Europa League uh, group, so that's great. Um, the others, a couple of games to go before they get in the group stage. Yeah, what's to look forward to? Especially yeah, financially, David, as well, for these teams to get to the group oh, stages. 
the financial opportunity for these clubs is, is huge. And obviously, I wouldn't see Norway's awash with lots of money in terms of... Um, in terms of football clubs. Yeah, no. So I think that's a, a huge boost to some clubs if they can get to the group stages. Yeah, yeah I, I mean, massive. If, if Glimt get to the Champions League group stage, it's going to be yeah. incredible. Yeah, fingers crossed for them. Okay, we'll have a look at this weekend's fixtures. As you say, Greg, it's probably always league where we're going to focus mostly on this week, just purely by the way the fixtures have fallen. Uh, David, no games on Monday this week, and most games over Saturday and obviously in all on Sunday. Saturday, yeah, I'm not really sure why, so don't ask. Must be some sort of Norwegian bank <laughs> okay. holiday, David. So it's always a bank it's, holiday in Norway. It's not. <laughs> it's not. Uh, I don't know. It, must, it's pr- it could be to do with the transfer window, which opens on Monday, but. Um, yeah, I, I'm not sure. Yeah, consider the fact that we didn't ask then, just forget we, we mentioned it. Uh, but the first game on Saturday is three o'clock and it is Glimt themselves. Yeah. Start, starting to show a wee bit of form, I suppose, in terms of the Glimt that we, we know and love from the last couple of seasons. They've now scored, well, eight. And against Linfield was at five last week as well. Uh, yeah. Hitting a wee bit of goal scoring for them. And they go to Ollison where they've scored 18 in the last, who they've scored 18 uh, against in their last four. Yeah, uh, yeah, they, they gave all assumed a couple of doings the last time all assumed were in the division. Um and they have come to form. They they've scored eight, as you said, on Tuesday on uh, Wednesday night against Linfield, five against Yav, and before that they beat Ham Cam 2-0 away from home, beat Sarpsburg at home 4-1. So yeah, they they found their, their groove a little bit. Um mm-hmm. and I think this game comes at a good time for them as well because all Olesunds have just this week lost another player so he's like he's like Mota um, he's just left I think it's, he's got to Groningen in, in uh, the Netherlands so he's mm-hmm. been really good for Olesund this year at left wing back Sigurd Haugen left a couple of weeks ago he scored in his debut for Aarhus in uh, Denmark just at the weekend uh, so Olesund are down a couple of really important players and um, I think this game should suit Glint down to the ground. Um, they're they're not that short. They're one point seven five to win. Yeah, I thought um, that was a good price. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Which is pretty good. But um, just given the way they're playing, the way they're scoring, um, if you add on add on there to be more than one match goal, so at least two match goals, um, that takes the price up to even money, which. I think is really good value. I don't see Glimt winning 1-0. I can definitely see them winning 2-3 or 4-1 um, in a game that, yeah, they, they just look as if they're coming into their own a bit. And um, they have just signed, it's a last Jürgen Salveson from Sims Godset. They have signed him. Um, he's not going to be available for this weekend, but that just extra striker, a uh, bit of competition up front. I think Bonnie Face and uh, SPR to both scored um, during the week will be keen to stamp their authority on that striker position before Salveson is available. Yeah, and they've obviously got their eye on closing that gap with Moda as well. Glint, now they've got their tails up a wee bit. Yeah, so it's five points uh, if they win their game in hand. Um, they, play to, they play Saturday, Moda plays Sunday this week, so a chance to, to close the gap, as you say, and just put a little bit of pressure on them and Lee Listrom, who are still above them. Yeah. So you're betting this one is a glint win with over one and a half match goals, and that's even money. Um, but as we say, I think that three to four price is still pretty decent um, and should probably find its way on a few acres this weekend. 
Yeah, I think so. Including mine, I think. I think yeah. I'm going to have a bit of this at three to four. I think I agree with David. It's a really good place. Put a glint back in the swing of things, um, into their groove, as they say. And I think I'm going to have a, a double um, that I'll share on the channel uh, tomorrow. Okay. Uh, David, you also quite like the look of Sandyfield, who are a big price away at Tromso. Well, certainly Sandyfield not to get beat. Yeah, a bizarre, a bizarre price uh, for Sandyfield. Um, Tromsø, who we talked about last week, um, they've only won twice all season. Thirteen games, they've only won twice. Mm-hmm. But they're one to two. Yeah, Sandyfield went um, played Christiansund on uh, Wednesday night in a rearranged game, one two nil. Looked really comfortable. Um, their away form this year has been pretty solid. Um, they've won at Stims Godset, they've won at Haugesund, they've won at Odd, they've won at Viking, they've won at Yerv. They they have a really good player, uh, Mohamed Ofkir, who is having, having a great season. They scored again on Wednesday night. I think that's eight maybe for the season. He's been really, really impressive. Um, and I just think they're coming into this game in better form than Tromsø. Um, I was absolutely shocked to see them as high as 7.5 earlier. They're 6. Did you see the game at all, David, on Wednesday against Christiansund? I did. I did. I watched it. You noticed that um, Christiansund hit 12 corners on, on Yeah. Wednesday. And I was I was waiting for a, a third goal in that match. And obviously, Christiansund still at the foot of the table without a win, looking doomed. Yeah. But to see them win 12-2 in corners and not score, I wasn't, I wasn't too sure how that match panned out. Yeah, Christensen did miss a couple of chances, but Sandefjord just looked, they didn't look like losing losing the game, and a lot of Christensen corners came quite late, I think. Um, Christensen went ahead in the corner count, but yeah, I think they, they hit quite a lot late on when they were 2-0 down. Um, but yeah, I, I just think t- Tromsø at 1-2 is just a bizarre price. They've won twice all season, Sandefjord are coming in decent form and or the tails off after a good win so yeah as you say the double chance uh, on Sandefjord pays 2.5 which I just think it's an outstanding price considering the, the respective forms of these two teams yeah, especially when you look at Tromsø's home form is actually worse than Sandefjord's away form yeah. you know um, it just doesn't make any sense would you be tempted at the 11-2 to yeah definitely I, I think Sandefjord have got every chance of going there and winning Um I think yeah, be pretty happy to put put them both on and separate separate singles and uh, yeah, I think it's a really interesting, a really good price. I, I, I mean, they might not win; they could easily could easily not go their way. But I think at the price, you'd be mad not to have a look at the double chance. Yeah, good shout. Uh, anything else on Saturday catching your eye? We've got um, Christensen still chasing their first win. They threw away a two goal lead last week, David. <laughs> they did. I felt sorry for them. They were playing really well in the first half, uh, dominating the game. Could have gone in more up than two. Uh, came out the second half, conceded a goal after about 30 seconds and proceeded to just collapse into themselves and just couldn't get out and eventually lost a second. Um, they, are, they have been playing a little bit better, but yeah, they're absolutely doomed. There's no doubt about that now, I think. I think love a corner doomed. though, David. Love a corner. They do. They, they still love enjoy a corner. A corner and... Um, <laughs> Yeah, I think they're doing the the two points from fourteen games and just not scoring enough goals. But uh, this weekend, away at Ham Cam, uh, yeah, it's another chance to get a win. But I think Ham Cam are decent at home and I think they might just be too good for them. I think looking at Rosenborg away to odds 
on Saturday as well. Uh, yeah. Rosenberg have picked up quite nicely recently. They're five to four. Form's <coughs> probably a bit questionable, but very tempted by that. And also Volerenga, a team on form at the moment. Um, had a really good three weeks. David's uh, they put David's comments up in the changing room, <laughs> and since then they have been absolutely flying <laughs> with their results. A really good win at the weekend. I know Viking had obviously Europe, European slightly weakened season, but yeah. But to win four one still was a terrific result. And really uh, they're obviously they're very short away to Yerv. Yerv are probably a bit of a sticky team at home. Probably won't be much in this game, but four to seven. In terms of Iraka, I wouldn't put anybody off uh, backing Volerenga or even throwing in Rosenberg double chance. I don't see Rosenberg losing away to Odd on Saturday. No, and um, Odd, I'm not sure if Catalano and Lauritsen are playing. <laughs> I think they might be away before this weekend uh, to Sparta Rotterdam, so I'm not sure um, how Odd are set up. Yeah, I think that Rosenberg price looks really good as well. Yeah, definitely. It's like a few aways on the cards this weekend and and early to season. Uh, on the Sunday, we've got Molda at home to Storm Scott's. Uh, um, Molda won tonight again in Sweden, David. One two one, yeah. Yeah, so they're they're flying as well at the moment. Yeah, absolutely flying. I think seven or eight in a row they've won. I think and just looking looking really good getting some players back from injury last weekend they were playing Sandefjord and they were 2-1 up uh, went two each Sandefjord had one shot on target and scored two goals um, and the mode looked like they were going to drop some points but Ola Breenhilton who'd been out for a couple of months one of their best players I really like him uh, he was back from injury came off the bench scored the winner so another boost from Ola getting Breenhilton back he got some more minutes tonight and yeah, I think they're just going from strength to strength. I think they should be a home win. Yeah, they're four to nine to win on Sunday, but you like the look of corners in the other game at Sarpsborg via Lustron. <laughs> yeah. Uh, still on the Sarpsborg corner train. Yeah. Uh, just stick on last week's podcast and uh, hear, hear what we said about it. Yeah, I'm just going to keep on, keep on, keep it on. Yeah. Fix it. Absolutely not. Uh, Sarpsborg, we talked about them last week. Just they were over. I think it was over eleven. 0.0 Asian corners last week was about even money. Um, 16. 16 there was in total. Um, in the game at Haugesund, um, they lost 3-1. They hit 10 and conceded 6. So, again, high numbers on both columns. So, this week they go to Lielström. Uh, sorry, they're playing at home to Lielström, who have just had a European game tonight. So, Sarpsborg go probably go into this, hoping that they can can get at, um, get at Lillestrom and I was surprised to see the line set at 10 on the <clears throat> 10 and a half on the Asian corner so 10 and a, over 10 and a half pays uh, 1.925 and yeah I'm just going to keep on going for it until it until it doesn't win and I just don't see it not winning this weekend Yeah Greg just when it was on your shortlist Yeah absolutely I think we've got our kind of go-to teams now we're well into halfway through the season and we've got a, a great grasp of which teams to follow. Can't not back uh, Sarpsburg for a match involving corners. A bit like Sandy Fjord away from home in terms of the corners they concede. But yeah, um, got to fancy uh, Sarpsburg corners in this match. And I guess they are playing a team who've just played the European game tonight. Uh, Sarpsburg will be smart enough after that defeat last week. So fully expecting there to be um, more Sarpsburg corners this week. Because like, like David said, they, they do hit a lot 
of high number Sartspur, but they also concede a hell of a lot of corners as well. So they're, they're probably conceding six and seven corners a match, probably the second highest in the league behind Sandyfjord, so definitely worth getting on. Yeah, you're bang on. They're joint setting behind uh, Sandyfjord, 7.13 they concede uh, yeah, their I, game. I, so it's... I, wasn't, I wasn't guessing. Yeah. <laughs> you never do, you never do. <laughs> okay, doke, we'll have a wee look at Obus League and Greg, and as I say, that's uh, yeah, particularly excited about Obus League in this weekend. Plenty of teams, pretty short prices, so you've got a treble for us as well, but we'll start at uh, Songdal's visit to Asana. Yeah, so I got a text from David at about 5-5 to five on Monday, saying that Asana had players missing through illness, through injury, was just about to weigh into um, Sonnes on Monday and they scored after about two or three minutes. Uh, they, they, they lost that match 6 0 on, on Monday and they lost, they won 3 2 the week before that at home to Shide, who were 2 0 up actually. But just 1 1 5 now for Asana. I would imagine they'll have a full team for this game a week later. But they're playing a, a Songdale team who are in terrific form. Uh, scoring goals for fun. They, they hammered Grorud 4 0. A really good 3-3 draw, Ranheim, and they, they beat Stabak, who again, having a good season too, they beat them 4-3 on, on Monday. So they scored 11 goals in their, their last three matches. I just think here, a couple of ways you can look at this match, fully expecting Songdal to win this at 6-5, but you can get um, Songdal to score two at 10-11. I like to just be a little bit greedy on that one and just chuck in also double chance. Can't see Osana scoring three goals, so if you throw in the double chance to that as well, it gives you a nice even money double at bet three six five. So that's the double chance one, Songdal and them to score two goals, yeah. Yes, and just off the back of Osana as well, they, they lost three goals at Koffa before that and two goals at Fredrikstad. So considering a lot of goals, Osana, and I just think the way that Songdal are playing at the moment, um, got to strongly fancy them for this one. Yeah, David, anything to add to that one? Yeah, no, Songdal were 4-0 up against Stalak on uh, Monday night after about an hour and then proceeded to lose three goals and nearly throw it away. But yeah, they have a young boy called uh, Jonathan Gruner who scored a hat-trick on Monday and looks like a real prospect and he's uh, bang on form. I expect him to be in the goals on Sunday. Yeah. And one that you do like on Sunday, David, is Milan Dallin. Obviously, they started the season really well. Um, then they went on a run, I think it was five straight defeats, but they're unbeaten in three now, and you quite fancy them at Gonsfinger at the weekend. Yeah, I, I do. I think um, I, th- I think they've got out of their slump, um, maybe. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they, they, were, they were on a shocking run. But they've uh, they've they've got themselves a, a win at Grorud. And they drew with Olasana to stop the rot, and then uh, drew with Start, who are pretty pretty uh, good top half team as well. So I think I think they've managed to stop the rot and um, get get it turned around. So they go to Kongsvinger on uh, on Sunday, and Kongsvinger newly promoted team. They went to Brand, lost three 0 which. Uh, it's not a surprise. The, the week before that, they, they beat Shuros Blink 5-0, which I'm going to put an asterisk beside Blink. Um, we'll get onto them later. Um, and, yeah, before that, they they haven't they haven't won a lot of games. They've only won one other game um, since the 20, sorry, since the 15th of May. So since the 15th of May, they've won one game plus another sort of asterisk win over Shuros Blink. So I can't see Mundell losing this one. 
Um, again, they're pretty well priced at um, 3.25, which is tempting, but I prefer, I prefer um, similar to the um, Gleam, no, sorry, Sandefjord uh, bet. I quite like the double chance here from Mjöndalen. Mm-hmm. So Mjöndalen double chance and over one and a half match goals. I don't think it will be nil-nil at Kongsvinger. There's not been a lot of uh, low-scoring games involving them. So Mjöndalen double chance and over one and a half match goals pays 2.05. And I think they should have enough quality to, to beat Kongsvinger, but also I think they, they won't lose to them. I just think they, they've got enough about them. Not been too many goals from you and Alan of late. It's not. No, they, they, when they were playing well at the start of the season, they were scoring enough goals and getting the job done. Um, I think since they went on that bad run, they've decided to tighten up things a little bit. But uh, just looking at Kongsfinger uh, games, I just I can't see them. They're being low, being a low scoring one. They've, there's been five, four, 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 and five in the last five home games. Yeah. So yeah, I think I think it's going to. Be, I don't I don't see even them now. And I think you and Alan will have enough to not get beat. Yeah, and you've touched on Stjordal's blink. They are away to Ranheim and at second in the table versus albeit a distant second um, via bottom of the table. And I guess it's really just for both you and Greg about trying to find what angle to go into this game on. Yeah, um, I didn't actually know this time last week um, how bad the the predicament was for Blink. So basically, they came to an agreement um, with six or so players um, that they could leave the club. Their contracts would get terminated, and they could leave and go and play elsewhere. So just so happened that four of them were the starting back four in the first game of the season this year. So. Yeah, it's a really, really big loss. Another one, promising youngster, uh, Tusberg, he's gone to Ulshisa in uh, Division 2. And there was another one that left as well, um, a midfielder. So they're, they are basically, they're doomed. They're absolutely doomed. They're down to their last uh, last players. They're down to the youth. Um, it's, it's a disaster, basically, for them. They lost at home to Berina last week, which was basically... The last chance to give themselves a bit of a fight, but um, yeah, ten points away from safety, um, and I just don't see them. I don't see them getting another ten points in the rest of the season. To be honest, um, this week, as you say, they go to Ranheim, local derby. Ranheim is uh, in Trondheim. Shurau is just at the airport, uh, Trondheim Airport. So it's about fifteen minutes between the clubs. Um, Ranheim banging goals in. Uh, they've scored. Just go through the run. They've scored two, two, three, two, four, two, four, two, three, and two. And I think they could be in for a nice afternoon uh, on Sunday. So I, I quite like over three and a half match goals uh, is even money. And yeah, I quite like that. I'm happy to take that on. Greg, some brilliant insight in there from David. Uh, you had already marked out Runheim uh, to score a, a few goals in this one. Yeah, absolutely. I think. David's kept us in the straight and narrow in terms of the goings on at Blink. Uh, it's, it's that bleak. They could be calling David up for games <laughs> on Sunday. Um, that's how things are. So, um, yes, grim, isn't it? They, they'll be going back down to Division 1. In terms of my notes, I've got no money, no players, no hope. And that's the way yeah, it's enough, enough about St. Johnson. Whatever, <laughs> but yeah, yeah I, won't, I won't repeat too much what David said, but Ranheim sitting second, 
in a real battle for that second spot. It's going to be actually fascinating to see who does finish second. Bran will be getting crowned champions in the next two or three weeks, probably. Um, maybe a little bit longer than that. But based on the number of goals that Ranheim are scoring, three, four, four and three in their last four, you have to look at goals in this match. And it, for me, it's just a case of how many goals are Ranheim going to score. And that's not been disrespectful to Blink, but away from home, they were battered 5-0 a couple of weeks ago. And that was with a better squad than they've got now. And they also got beat 4-2 before that away from home at Stamak. So it's going to be a long, long afternoon, I think, for Blink. And I'm happy to take Ranheim to score three or more at 10-11. But I'm also keen on Ranheim dishing out a big battering to Blink on Sunday. And I'm taking Ranheim to score over 5.5 match goals at 14 to 1 as well. Wow. I just think there's goals in this game, there's goals in this league. <coughs> Ranheim are battering the goals. There's every chance that this could be a 5 0 or 6 0. So I think the 14 to 1 is it's worth a little dabble. Yeah, worth a wee half point, is it? Minus, yeah, half point. Minus 2 is 13 to 8. I think there's going to be goals in this game. You'd have to expect they're all going to come from Ranheim. So I think if they score three, you'd imagine the minus two won't come in as well. So if anyone's looking for a bit of a bigger price, the minus two is 13 to eight. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So and actually, if you add on Ranheim to win to the over three and a half match goals, you're getting 2.37. So, I mean, I just, I don't see it being two each. Minus over 7.5 Ranheim goals. I see bet three, six, five are only going as high as over six and a half. So you might have to shop around to get a price on that. Okay, so... Fairly confident our Anheim win, it's just a matter of how many there, and obviously provided a few interesting angles on how we can approach that one. Uh, Greg, you've also got a wee kind of wrap up treble and obviously going for us as well. Yes, yeah, a no thrills treble, but I do, I must admit, I do enjoy no thrills treble. It tends to serve us very well. I don't do it that often. I'm not a massive fan of requiring three selections to get even money, mm-hmm. but I think in this scenario, more than happy to. I think you've got Ranheim at home to Blink, as we just discussed. We've also got Bran, who are away to Brynner. And you st- again, you'd still expect uh, Bran to cruise to that one, given where uh, Brynner are in the league. And the last match is Stabek, who are at home to Shide, who are on a horrible run, considering lots and lots of goals. So that treble pays 11 to 10. And I'd be very, very surprised if those three teams didn't win. It's one of those ones. Don't want to be sitting here at four o'clock, half past four on Sunday, and all three teams have comfortably won. So, no thrills treble. Brand to win, Branham to win, and Stabak to win, 11 to 10. Yeah, and I just can't really see anybody tripping us up there, David, eh? No, no, I, I like it. I, I just I don't see Bran taking a foot off the gas. Stabak will be very frustrated with how their game went on Monday and keen to get back to winning ways against a pretty poor side team. And yeah, we've talked about Ranheim. Yeah, and I think some of those prices will probably shorten before the weekend, Greg. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely, yeah. Yeah. Okay, anything else in Obers League in before we wrap up? I know we've kind of touched on Grorud. Uh, they're still winless in 16, I think it is now, David. Yeah, six draws, 10 defeats. Um, still above, sure does blink in the league. <laughs> Which uh, doesn't say much for Blink, but yeah, I think uh, the bottom three is pretty much decided already with Shade, Grorud and Blink. I think it's just a matter of whether Shade or Grorud can uh, get into that playoff spot and save themselves and over two legs. Well, I think I've got another couple of bets as well um, from the Stabic-Shade match in terms of goals that I'll be shooting on the channel. And I must admit as well, I'm very keen 
on the Rufos Sandnes match for goals too. Uh, Sandnes both probably the kind of form team in the league at the moment behind Bran. They've been absolutely battering the goals. They've won their last four, 3-1, 3-2, 2-1 and 6-0. 14 goals scored. Rufos are um, in pretty good shape as well. They defeated Frederikstad 4-0 on Tuesday night, Wednesday night. Last night, last night. Yeah, <laughs> last night. <laughs> um, so both teams in good form, scoring goals. So I'm probably going to have an angle from that match as well, and I'll also be backing all eight matches over 1.5 match goals too. You'll probably shop around. You might get five to two for that somewhere. It's two point, um, just above two to one at the moment, but you might get a bit bigger elsewhere. Something came in for you the weekend. What was it? Over two and a half in in every latest game on Sunday, was it? It wasn't. It wasn't four. The four. The four games at five o'clock were, but the evening game was one all. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I guess Greg with the likes of Brian at a short price as well as Ranheim and Stabak, we might be looking at some early goals as well. Absolutely. Uh, hopefully we'll get all eight. I'll probably pick five <laughs> at random, but I'll definitely be doing all eight a goal before thirty minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's a very quick run through of Norway this week. I think. Can you just give us a wee recap of your best bets this week, Greg? Yeah. So from Sunday, I have um, Osana v Songdal, and I'm taking Songdal to score two or more goals and double chance at even money. I'm also taking Ranheim to score three or more goals at home to Blink, and I've got a treble of Bran, Ranheim, and Stabak to win at eleven to ten. And we'll also have an additional two bets on the channel from the Starbucks Shade match and Rofos versus Sandnes match. And I'll probably have something as well from the Elite Azerian on Saturday. Yeah. And David? Yeah. Uh, starting on Saturday, Bode Glimp to travel to all soon. Fancy Bode Glimp to win and score at least a couple of goals doing it. That's even money. Um, on to Sunday, Sarpsborg versus Leverstrom. Total match corners over ten and a half Asians, uh, Asian corners, and that is one point nine two five. Um, on to uh, no, sorry, I missed out on uh, Sandyfjord on Saturday, and Sandyfjord double chance uh, away at Tromsø, that's two point five. Um, on to the Oberst League and Mundal and double chance and over one and a half match goals, and uh, that pays two point zero five. And Ranheim versus Blink over three and a half match goals and adding on Ranheim to win, that pays 2.37. Yep, looking forward to a bumper weekend in Norway this weekend. Now, before I finish up for this podcast, I just want to point you in the direction of a couple of Scottish football podcasts. Greg and I sat down with uh, Paul Petrie last week for an anti-post podcast, which is definitely worth a listen. And this week we spoke to Dave McDonald from Pie and Bovro about his anti-post bets, but also Greg and he covered their best bets for this weekend in Scotland. So make sure you seek that podcast out uh, wherever you listen to podcasts. Don't forget, you can also follow Greg on Twitter at Browning84Greg. We can find details of how to join his private channel. There is currently an offer on season tickets, Greg, where it's uh, 12 months of the price of nine at the moment. Yeah, so running there for the third year in a row uh, had tremendous um, response to that, which has been fantastic for a lot of new people um, sign up to the offer and a lot of existing members on the annual offer also renewing so um, I think we're sitting at 20 months profit from 25 and 32 points profit for July so we're in great shape going into the new season yeah. great time to hit your 
hit an absolute sparkly week. Hey? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, and obviously for Norwegian football, you can follow David on Twitter at dweatherston11, and he has his own blog where he writes about Norwegian football. That's at davidweatherstonfootball.com. And that's us for this week's podcast. Thank you very much for listening, and best of luck with your bets this weekend. Cheers, guys. Good luck. Cheers, guys. Good luck.